Greetings. Welcome to the Legacy Drawing Board, the podcast experience that wants you to build a stronger, more meaningful legacy by embracing good design elements. I'm your host, Ron Fong. In the past episodes, I talked about your legacy serving as a messenger, a messenger for your life, your body of work, a messenger that is made up of your thoughts, your words, and your deeds. In today's episode, I want to be more specific about your messaging or your legacy. In this case is that let's take your message and let's refine it into a mission statement. I think most people are familiar with mission statements as they relate to organizations and businesses. Here is that it could also be applied applied to the individual. Have you thought about your life and your legacy as a mission statement? And a mission statement should be clear. It should be concise and it should be compelling. I'm going to cite two speeches from John F. Kennedy, uh, President Kennedy, in terms of a mission statement that hits those elements. The first one he delivered before a joint session of Congress on May 25th, 1961. He said, quote, I believe that this nation should commit itself to achieving the goal before this decade is out of landing a man on the moon and returning him safely to the earth, end quote. Fast forward uh, about a month and a half, I'm sorry, a year and a half later, where he delivered another speech before Rice University on September 12th, 1962. He said, quote, We chose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard, because that goal was served to organize and measure the best of our energies and skills, because that challenge is one that we are willing to accept, one we are unwilling to postpone, and one we intend to win and the others to end quote. Think about that, what John F. Kennedy was proposing in the early 60s. You think about the times and you think about the scope, the imagination, and his willingness to commit to such an endeavor. In the early 60s, man had, you know, begun flying, obviously, by that time of airplanes. But the idea to travel to the moon was just unheard of. Up until that time, people lived their entire lifetimes believing that they will never see man set foot on the moon. And yet here was a young president who laid out a vision, I think not only for this country, but for the world in terms of achieving that goal of setting or placing man on the moon, but also bringing him back safely. That is what he set forth in his mission statements. And let's think about this in your life. What are you setting forth in your legacy building that goes along those lines? Are you going to inspire people to do things that they didn't think was possible? Are you able to gather people together, unite them, and be able to focus on a single endeavor that, again, that they just didn't think was impossible, but it's going to require everyone pulling in the same direction? That's a great deal of leadership there. And I think that the best legacies are ones that are built also on leadership. And leadership, again, is based on serving others. Let's fast forward now 
about seven years later from 1962, where on July 20th, 1969, Apollo 11 and its three-man crew landed on the moon. And for many of you, that's probably ancient history. But for people of my age group, they remember that and how the world paused, how eyes were glued on televisions for the satellite images. And it was just borderline impossible, a, a dream. And people were just, they were, they couldn't, it was difficult to comprehend that man was now on the moon. But the work for NASA was not complete. Yes, they got man to the moon. Now they need to bring him back. And what went into that quest of going to the moon and bringing man back? It took an estimated 1.54 million hours of labor. And I don't know how many thousands of engineers, technicians, whether people were involved, but they all had to pull in the same direction to, to achieve this. And you think about it again at that time, I believe the onboard computer for Apollo 11 had about four kilobytes of RAM. If you were to take out your cell phone right now, you would have roughly 16 million times the memory capacity of what Apollo 11 spaceship had. And how can we, how were they able to accomplish that? Was in, you know, that, you know, that time it was obviously state of the art technology, but we look back on it. And we're amazed that we have more capabilities in our cell phones than we did than the you know the ship had back then. It was because people were able to focus, people were able to come together and understand the mission. And there was buy-in to it. And more buy-in, there was commitment to it of those 1.54 million hours of labor. In previous episodes, I referred to uh, Dieter Ram's principles of good designs, 10 of them. And does President Kennedy's message, those two uh, statements that he made, does it, in terms of his legacy, does it hit on Dieter Ram's uh, principles? I believe it hits on three of them. The first one, is it in innovative? Absolutely. Again, accomplishing something that man had not done for uh, thousands of years, and now they were able to do it from the time Kennedy took office after his death to the time it was accomplished in a span of roughly a decade. He was able to do something in a decade that was just dreamt of for thousands of years, but not accomplished. Number two, I believe it's long lasting. We are still talking about it 50 years plus later. It still, I think, inspires us. And the impact it obviously had in terms of our technology, policies, whatnot, the impact of man landing on the moon is definitely long lasting. As we think about it, it's you know, a stepping stone to other uh, space exploration, going to Mars and so forth. Was it thorough down to the last detail? Absolutely. Think about all the people that were working on the project. And yes, it was going to be something new, something exciting. But at the core of it, each day when they went to work, they were reminded that their work was not about technological marvel. It was not about necessarily even space exploration. It was about sending three men off in a craft that could explode at any time and could have a thousand, if not a million things go wrong. 
they were tasked with their work, everything they did, every calculation, every meeting, every step of the way, had the central focus of bringing three men home safely to their families. That was where they had to be thorough down to the last detail. Take a moment now and think about your legacy, your messaging now, your messaging, and now let's refine it, if not redefine it, in terms of a mission statement. What is your mission statement? When you wake up in the morning, what do you want to achieve? What are your thoughts? What are your words? What are your deeds? Are you rallying people together? Are you bringing uh, different people from perhaps different walks of life, different disciplines, whatnot? And are you bringing them together because your mission statement is so clear, so compelling that it draws people together into a team that's willing to sacrifice, that is willing to forgo personal gain for the good of the, for the greater good. And that's, that may be something that perhaps a little too much to even contemplate as you get up first thing in the morning. But as your day goes on and the habits that you build, is that something that you're building towards? As you're examining your legacy building. And here again, go back to the principles of design that you, you and anyone could say, you know, people were before Kennedy were saying, well, I wish I could go to the moon. I wish and things of that nature. Then that's great. And that, you know, to start off with a dream, but it took the idea of taking a thought, taking a, a concept, taking a vision, applying principles of uh, design and moving it forward. And let me just backtrack a little about, is it long lasting? Is your legacy long lasting where it's similar to the uh, Apollo 11, it becomes a stepping stone for others? That once they, we got to the moon, we start looking for other stars, other planets, and it may begin as your legacy, but will it touch others in such a way that they will dream even bigger and touch more people? And that's the real value of your legacy, where it's, again, it's not necessarily for people to follow, but for them to position them in a position, uh, position them to a place where they could finally see things from a different perspective. And by seeing things from a different perspective, it changes perhaps the way they think or it adds to the way they think it expands the mind is your legacy doing that are you touching lives in such a way that what you accomplish may pale to what other people accomplish but it began because of your legacy give a great please give a great deal of thought to your legacy because it matters because it touches people and you never know where it's going to take it but if you make the commitment that you are willing to have a grand vision because you think it's worth it, you think that, as Kenny says, that you do it not because it's easy, but because it's hard. And that's the thing. That's where the commitment comes in because there will be hard times. Your legacy may take detours. It may go through desert moments. It may go through times when people do not believe you. There are times when maybe you don't even believe in yourself. But you knew from the onset that was part of it. And that's part of the design is that, you know, engineers often say, you know, fail early, fail often. Is that you know there's going to be those pitfalls. 
but you design the resiliency and the persistence to move forward, to keep moving forward. And that is a powerful legacy in of itself, that you're not willing to be stopped, that you're willing to overcome obstacles, that you think that this is so important, it needs to get be accomplished. And that is it. It is a challenge. No two ways about it. Life is challenging. But because of all those things, that's why it's worth the investment. Because you're not going to roll over. You're not going to take the easy way out. You're going to leave a, a legacy where people knew that you gave your best at every moment or as, as much as you can. And when you give your best, people feel that. They gravitate towards that. Just as the people who were giving their best in terms of their when they went to work for Apollo 11, because they knew they had to give their best because three men's lives were depending on it. And people, we, we may not appreciate this, but people do depend on us. You think about your family, your friends, the people at work and so forth. People do depend on you. And can they depend on you to such a degree that you value that? You understand that that is a gift when people come to rely upon you. And you take the serious approach. You have the gravitas to really to the degree of say, you know, you're, I'm going to treat our interactions as if your life depends on it. That's how important it is. And that is a legacy worth building. That's a legacy that people will remember. And that's a legacy that will just deliver a strong, powerful, long-lasting, compelling message. Please, please build your legacy. Build a strong legacy. Take the time to do it right. Because when you do, we all benefit. My email address is rfong at truenorthshepherding.com. If you have the time, I would welcome your comments as to the content, uh, suggestions for topics. And I'm really interested in hearing how you are building your legacy. Because when I could get a better idea of what, what people are doing, I think that will also, again, impact me in such a way that I could see uh, be enhanced by other people's contributions. So please drop me a line when you have time. The next episode, I'm going to talk about how you can build your legacy by building a treehouse, or at least the principles of that. Until then, take care. Thank you for listening.